Hey, everybody. Welcome to a new episode of The Vault. I am Anthony. I'm Chris. Chris, how you doing, man? Uh, doing doing uh, just trying to get settled and everything. So, hey, we're taking it one day at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, still, still take taking the business one day at a time. Um, you know, we gonna get there. Hey, one man, step. tell me about it. I just printed off all the materials for my copywriting class that I'm taking. So, I took one <laughs> step for mankind. Hey, that's, that's good though, man, because that's that's yeah. a goal of yours. Yeah, it is. It is. I, I, I got I got tired, man. I was like, listen, man, I keep telling people, yeah, I got this copywriting class that I'm going to take one day. Like, I don't want to be one of those one day type of people I want to do. Yeah. So one day I wasn't feeling too good. Like I, I kind of had a lot going on. I was like, you know, to quote a great Kendrick Lamar song, uh, shit don't change until you get up and wipe your ass. So I had to I had to get up and wipe my behind. Like, come on, man, let me start this class. I feel so, that, man. Um, I'm excited, man. Yeah. You know, it seems like I got teachers that these are all pre-recorded, pre-made classes, but it seems like I have instructors that care about this type of thing and care mm-hmm. about teaching it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm excited. Oh, that's good. Uh, tax Proud season. Yeah, thanks, man. Tax season's coming up, man. I always, I don't know, man. I, I always find it kind of a drag to do my taxes is it, is it more complicated for you since you're more of an entrepreneur is it more simple so i always thought you know of taxes being so overwhelming right because <clears throat> when i was coming up when i was growing up my mom had a tax person or whatever that would do our taxes for us and you know i had to print out you know these sheets and stuff like that and just give it so it was kind of kind of hated doing it but then when i got married uh, my wife actually showed me how easy it is, how easy it is to do taxes with QuickBooks. I believe it is. Um, yeah, TurboTax. TurboTax. My bad. TurboTax. Yeah. And yeah. Um, so she she showed me how easy it is, and uh, you know, with with my business, I'm a sole pr- proprietorship. So mm-hmm. the my my business and my personal taxes are kind of like combined. So it actually makes it really easy. And as long as you always remember to save about 15% of your income into like a tax account, you should have no problem. Now, when you say 15% of like of your 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 uh, daily check or 15% of your total year income, um, you uh, it's probably easier to, to do it. Like so whenever whenever you get paid. So if you try okay. to do it at the, at the end of the year, that's going to be. That's gonna be a huge amount, and I, you know, I probably doubt right, that right, right, right. Anybody has that much, you know. I think at the end of the year, um, and and you know, one lump sum. But yeah, uh, so for me, it's kind of easy. So we're we're looking forward to doing it, you know, again. Um, and everything went right, you know. I don't think we got audited. We we didn't really get any other letters. We had, we had some debts that had to be paid, so they contacted us about that. But besides that, that was it. I remember the first time I did TurboTax, I was um, I was in college and um, I was dealing with the job I had like on college campus. Mm-hmm. And when it was all over and it was like, all right, we will send this to the IRS to have everything um, finalized. I was like, IRS, <laughs> you sending all my stuff to the IRS. But I didn't know that to do your taxes, everything is supported to the IRS to give you your tax return. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. It's simple, man. 
Um, it, it, it really is. TurboTax makes it really simple. So, you know, if you're interested in doing your taxes by yourself, they and they give you they give you a step by step process. So it's not they do. It's not it's not hard at all. I know some people say it is better to get a CPA for like to like maximize your tax deductions and tax breaks you could get. But um, if you kind of just want to just get it done, like like Chris said, I mean, TurboTax is easy. Yeah. Yeah. And plus uh, a, a CPA comes with certain fees and stuff. And it's like, do you really want to get into that? If you know, you know, that's just another payment, you know? Right, right, right. Yeah, man. Um, so did you hear the big news? Movie Pass is planning on doing a 2.0. Yeah, man. Um, and I was glad that you posted that status because uh, I mean, I probably, I probably would have found it eventually. Right, I found right. out eventually. But when you posted that and I checked it out, I was like, oh, that's crazy. Okay, you know, come back with it then. Because, you know, that might be an incentive for people to go to the movies. Because in a sense, it's just like streaming. But you just go to the movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I'm excited. Yeah, when I saw the press conference, um, well, before I get into that, so you were a movie pass user, right? I wasn't. So when I was really uh, when it when it was out, I didn't really know what movie pass was. I you know I was an AMC Stubbs member, uh, and a um Okay. Uh, uh Imagine Imagine Theater card holder, whatever you know, whatever their service is called. Um so I used I used that, you know, I would get, you know, a, a free bucket of popcorn or whatever it was. Um, and then with AMC Stubbs, you know, you get uh, you get certain amenities too. Um, so that's what I used, and I never really got into Movie Pass, which I should have though. I should have. Let me tell you something, man. When it was at its peak, before complications started happening and all that, it was great, dog. Yeah. Like you could, you could like rent a movie. Like you could get a Showtime to see a movie at any theater. There was a theater out in um when i was listening when i was living in michigan there was a theater out in um i want to say near livonia it wasn't amc livonia but it was near that and it was like in a it was like in a mall i forgot which mall it was but um i went there early in the morning and that's where i saw good time dog Mm. like they didn't have good time playing at amc or i don't think i don't think it was at imagine either but they had it playing at that theater and I just I went on movie pass. I got the ticket. Went there, got myself some popcorn, went to see the movie and it was like movie pass was like, hey, man, thanks for seeing this movie. Like, what would you rate it or whatever? Yeah, and I was like, wow, it's that easy. Like it, this this is pre a list at AMC. Yeah, because this inspired AMC to do a list. Mm-hmm. It was just a whole new world, man. I was going to theaters. I never went before because they were so expensive. Like the Maple Theater in Royal Oak. Mm. There was a nice theater in Birmingham. I forgot which one it was, but I went there. Like I was going to theaters that I would never like go to on a day to day because the ticket prices were ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, man. Movie Pass was amazing, dude. Um, the only thing was towards the end, it got really, it got really hazy where they would do a thing where it's like, okay, you can get a ticket to go see this movie, but if it's in peak pricing hours, you may have to pay extra and stuff like that. And, you know, people would people would get a ticket off of a, a peak pricing uh, price point. They go in the theater. And it's like it's not even crowded in here. Why did you make this peak pricing? You know, like there would be so many complications to the point where everybody was kind of jumping ship like, yeah, movie pass is kind of done. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 
Yeah, it seems like a good. Um, yeah, it, se- it seems like it's worth it. I mean, I you know, of course, uh, I feel like you definitely have to be you know into going to to the movies. Um, would you? So it was a monthly price, right? Yeah, it was like ten dollars a month. Yeah. So, um, and you could see as many movies as you wanted to. You could see one movie a day. One. Oh wow! I mean, that's still good, dude. I'm telling you, at its height, it was amazing. At wow. its height. Yeah. And the thing was, so with this new one, right? This new one looks like what they're doing is you can use credits to see a movie. So like they got like a different model now and they have different tier plans that they're introducing. It looks interesting. It really does. So they have this one thing where um, if you want to get a pre-sale ticket, so like a pre-showing of a movie. So like, let's say an advanced screening of a movie. If you want to do that, you have the option to do this thing that's um because i think the app is based on a web 3.0 platform you have this option to like watch an ad but the thing is it's gonna have a thing that tracks your eyes mm-hmm. to see if you're watching the ad and watching mm-hmm. it all the way to the end mm-hmm. and if you if you've done that you you get you can get a ticket to a pre-showing um mm-hmm. of course you can opt out of doing that which is probably what i would do i'm not i don't think i would want to do that but <laughs> That's the one thing that has some people a little like, like, oh, that sounds like some Black Mirror stuff. I mean, yeah, actually, dude, you're spot on with that. <laughs> yeah, like, um, yeah, like it kind of does a little bit like like I heard Sony had just put in a patent for this new thing they were going to try where um they play an ad. And uh, if a person like stands up and says like the name of the of the product, like Amazon, Amazon, then the ad will stop. But I'm like, that sounds that's kind of, sounds kind of like Big Brotherish. I don't yeah, like that either. Kind of does. Like, just leave that alone. <laughs> I already don't like ads on YouTube, dog. <laughs> I don't. I don't need to be seeing ads when get when getting a ticket for a movie. Yeah. But yeah, that's yeah, one thing yeah. they're trying. And um, I don't know, man. It looks good. Did you see some of the the uh, press announcement, or did you read into some of the details of it? Yeah, so I, I I just read the I just read the article that you shared. Um, mm-hmm. That was that was pretty much it. Um, but I, you know, I, I want so when is this gonna roll out? I think they said they should be ready by uh, summer. By summer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Summer or fall, one of them. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, because. When I read the article, it sounded pretty much like the same thing. I'm sure they're probably going to come in at a higher price point now, probably maybe like fifteen or twenty dollars, um, especially with prices everywhere being inflated. Um, yeah, this inflation is horrible, dog. Yeah, um, but even at that price point, it'll still be worth it. Mm-hmm. So, I don't, I mean, I'm not. I'm not sure if it'll be worth it for me per se because you know. I don't really go out to the movies that often anymore, you know, with the with the whole family and stuff. Right, um, right. But I mean, for sure, like when I if, if it's still around in the next like ten years or so, best believe I'll be at the movies way more often. Yeah, dude. It's like if you really think about it, um, it depends on what your location is. If you're by a bunch of a bunch of very diverse theaters, I would think Movie Pass is great for you. But if you're either near a bunch of AMC theaters, Regal theaters, or Imagine theaters, I would think it would be best to go to towards a subscription plan owned by those theaters. Mm-hmm. Why is that? 
Well, I mean, because it's it's kind of I don't know, like Movie Pass, AMC already hates Movie Pass after the whole you know snafu that happened. But I feel like if you're just near AMC theaters, it might just be best to have an A list instead of having a Movie Pass. Whereas if you're near a bunch of diverse theaters, not just AMC movies, then Movie Pass is the right thing for you. I got two types of movie theaters near me: Regal and AMC. I don't really see the point of going to a Regal theater, so I always go to AMC. Mm-hmm. Now, if Movie Pass was to offer a plan that's like less than what I'm paying now for A list, but uh, had about the same benefits, then I would be a Movie Pass owner. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I have to wait and see. Yeah. Okay. Well, regardless, you know, I'm I'm excited to see that people are still trying to keep cinema alive. You know, a movie theater alive because. Um, I feel, you know, if we lose that, I feel like we're, we're truly going to lose a treasure, you know, and the only option after that is just to have a, a theater at your house. And, you know, I mean, for me, once I, once I get a, a theater at my house, it's going to be nice. It's going to feel like I'm, I'm at a, a, a theater, but you know, I already know you're going to hook it up, man. I'm going to hook it up. Nice. <laughs> you're going to hook it up in this universe and in the metaverse, man, for sure. Both of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah so what do you feel about this um it's netflix news man netflix all the marvel shows are leaving all of them i didn't hear about this luke cage jessica jones defenders uh daredevil and um what was the one nobody liked iron fist i mean i'm not surprised i mean disney has their own platform so I mean, why wouldn't they? There's no word that if if it's going to Disney though. Really? So they're their, just their, gonna... their contract ended. So their contract that they were supposed to be on the on the Netflix um streaming service for ended. So the licensing is ending. Yeah. Okay. Oh well, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I to be honest, I mean, I know there there might not be any word about it right now, but um I, I don't see Disney not picking those shows up because why not? It's just more content for them in general. Now, the only thing is, you know, they may take it away for a little bit and then bring it back later on because, you know, if the if the viewings, if the ratings aren't, aren't that good, I guess, or the viewings aren't that good, um, they might just, you know, say, okay, we're going to put this on hold and then bring it back. Um, Dude, someone brought up the best idea that I was like, man, you are thinking like a capitalist. And I meant it as a, a compliment, not an insult. They were like, if Disney was smart, they would just take these shows and put them on Hulu. That way people would have to subscribe to Disney itself for the new Marvel shows and subscribe to Hulu for the old Marvel shows. Mm. It's just good business. And I was like, that is good business. Because if you put them all in one place on Disney+, Plus, then everyone would just subscribe to that Disney+. Plus. But if you put it on Hulu too, instead of disney plus you know what i'm saying but it's still just you know it's i i I know i know i i know it's a greedy thing to do but from a business aspect it's kind of genius well i mean my thing is like you know you're well because because disney does have that package that 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 you can get with hulu so i guess you know they are in partnership already um but you know, these these days with all these streaming uh, services, they they can be greedy. 
and that like like you know not not saying like they they can be greedy like they have a right to be greedy almost because they have their own platform so it's like yeah. why wouldn't you have it all in one place get as many subscribers as you can get onto your own platform no you i mean you're not wrong um a lot of people have been poking their chest out you know of like hey you know we are the best no we are the best yeah. but yeah i hear what you're saying there is a little bit of greediness there but um there's more creative autonomy there as well yeah. the only thing is i wish netflix would, would just stop canceling shows so early <laughs> you know what i'm saying like it seems like some shows don't even get a chance like a lot of people i didn't watch it a lot of people love Santa Clara Diet, the show with Drew Barrymore. No, I didn't watch that. That didn't go past season three. We know Stranger Things is a Netflix favorite, so that's going to be around for a while. Uh, Ozark is going to be around for a while. But it seems like some shows, they're kind of like, they kind of quietly cancel it and they don't reveal their metrics. We don't really know. know. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, you know, the, the, when, when they discontinued the OA, I was severely upset. Yeah, that's your type of show. Yeah, I knew, man. I knew you were upset about that because they had like a five season arc plan. Those yeah, creators. and it was going somewhere. You know, I'm just like, like how you gonna stop it right in the middle? And I mean, I don't know. Like it, it seemed like everybody who I or it was mainly just Paige, I guess. But I mean, I would mention it to other people, and they'd be at least interested. But then you know, Paige saw it, and she got hooked too. And I was like, this is a really a good show then, because when once people check it out, they get into it was directed well too yeah yeah the oa when i first when you hear that name i don't know why i thought about the 100 from the cw mm, but I, th I thought it was I like a, i thought it was like a teen show mm -hmm. i'm like what is this man is this really a good show but then i um it kept getting recommended and i liked the lead actress Britt marling so i looked it up and i said oh okay this is an adult show it's always a mature show Mm -hmm. So then that's when I got into it. I'm still in the first season, but yeah, I'm like watching the first season in the middle of it. And all of a sudden, OA gets canceled. Like, huh? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was really good. It was one of the ones that that, that captivated me uh, quite a bit. If um, I, I, and, and I'm surprised that no other network has picked it up um, because I feel like it has a cult following. Yeah, but that that can be dicey. A lot of shows have cult followings. It, when you're dealing with a science fiction show, some net some networks are a little afraid because they don't know how that's gonna go and like how what the viewership would be like. You can have a cult audience all you want, but if it's a cult audience compared to a large audience, I mean, yeah, I you guess. know what I'm saying. No, it's still a business. It's still Hollywood. It you're right. Yeah, it is. It is a business still. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. But um, look, man, one thing I wanted to tell you last week on the last episode, I saw another film and I know you would like this, man. So remember the guy I was talking to you about, Stephen Graham? What did he do? Um, the British dude that was in the film I was talking oh, about. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's in this film called Boiling Point. And if you ever get to rent this at any point, I think you should watch it because like as a filmmaker, I know you would love this movie. So the whole film is one shot, bro. <laughs> what? It's a one shot, ninety-two minute film, bro. And it's um, Stephen Graham plays a um a head chef. 
because the whole film is set in a restaurant kitchen. Well, mostly set in a restaurant kitchen. So he's a head chef at a restaurant. Um, they have a busy night ahead of ahead of him, him and his, um, you know, his other chefs, his other people that are working in the kitchen, the wait staff, the uh, pushy manager. What well, a pushy. She's not a she, yeah, the pushy manager that's um trying to get them to kind of expand, go on social media, network their restaurant and everything. It's a it's a it's a intense night ahead of them. So at some point, one of his former co-workers who he has an interesting past with, an interesting relationship with, you could call him like a Gordon Ramsay. You know, he's like a famous TV chef. He comes to the restaurant with his um his wife, mm-hmm. who happens to be a um a food reviewer. But she thinks they're there on a date. She doesn't want to review foods, just wants to enjoy herself. He's kind of doing this to kind of taunt um, his friend a little bit, Steve, the main character, Stephen Graham's character. Mm-hmm. So everything kind of becomes you know, high intensity, like, okay, the food has to be perfect tonight. We got someone in there. I don't know if she's reviewing us. I don't know what this is, but we have to be perfect tonight. And when we delve into his character, he has like, he's a great, this dude is a great character actor, man. But um, his character has like some like secrets to him and uh, things that get revealed as the film goes on. That's pretty powerful. But dude, like the way this film, it doesn't even feel like a one shot film, but it is, man. Like the actors, like just they just play it so perfectly. The camera keeps moving as it goes from like there could be one side uh, plot point with the um a new waitress that's starting at the restaurant that's dealing with um some uh some microaggressive um racist customers then you go to another plot point where it's the manager trying to deal with some social media influencers that's like hey we want some steak you know we're we're putting this on our instagram and then she's going back to the chef like hey they want steak yeah like, we don't we don't make steak here like <laughs> we don't care about these social media guys and then there's conflict there like the the camera just keeps moving and it doesn't even it feels like you're in the movie kind of mm. like it like the camera like like rarely stops for a long time like i think you would love this film dog and it's another british drama too i just i just added it to my letterbox list mm-hmm. yep so I'll, I'll check that one out yeah man it's great tense like even with a movie that has nothing to do with violence or action or anything like that it's it's an intense movie Cause like when you when like over the course of one night, you get to understand these characters, you get to understand their relationships, and you get to understand like what's at stake, like for these relationships to kind of like tear apart. Okay. All right. Cool. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll check that one out. I see it has. You know, I, I know we don't take Rotten Tomatoes seriously, but uh, it has a rating of ninety eight percent. Yeah, like um, I only go to them like when I. When I don't have no other point of reference, when no one's recommended a movie to me, I go to them. But uh, yeah, even Rotten Tomatoes couldn't front, man. This yeah, is a good audience movie. Audience score is eighty four percent, and the the critics gave it a ninety eight percent. So yeah, they're they're pretty much agreeing on it. Yeah, really good movie. Okay. Um, dude, I can't wait for you. I I know it's probably gonna be a minute, but I can't wait for you to get into Snowfall, man. Oh, dude! So I found out. Um, and I, I, I don't know why I didn't find this out earlier. I found out there are a number of shows on Hulu that I want to watch. I, I finished season two of One Punch Man. You never heard of FX on Hulu, man? I mean, but so, so here's the thing, right? So we got like the, this basic package. It was like, 
it was like uh, it's like a the, the promotion is a dollar a month or something like that mm-hmm. so when i was trying to find stuff on there it would say you know that some shows were locked and stuff like that so i couldn't watch it um so then i, I figured i was like well there's only like you know a few things on here that i'll watch but then when i uh when i remembered that you know they also have like other anime shows and tv shows and stuff like that i started searching i found one punch man i found um you know season two uh i found uh snowfall of course which you know it just randomly came up and i was like let's see if i could watch it and sure enough i have access to it and i'm i will be watching it i have to watch ozark and i have to watch one punch man not or i'm sorry uh snowfall now i know ozark is on netflix but snowfall um i've I've been hearing good things about that as well so i want to check that out let me tell you something man because i'm telling you right now as much as i know you love power you are going to love snowfall now there's a caveat to this season one can feel a little dry Mm -hmm. like you you may be interested in one storyline more than others but hang in there it's not boring it's just, it just can be a little dry and generic at times but if you muscle through season one i'm telling you man season two onward it's great now i know some people go like well if a show is great you shouldn't have to muscle through it no that's not true that's not true <laughs> because listen i love breaking bad the whole way through but a lot of people i talk to about breaking bad they go man season one was tough i'm like really they go yeah it was a little slow but I'm, yeah. I don't believe that. But some people go like, and eh, season one was slow, but they stuck through it. Mm-hmm. And season two onward, they were along for the ride. Same thing with Snowfall, man. It's just, man, dude, I, I can't, I can't, I can't preach it enough, man. It's a great show. Okay. I'm interested in what you got to say about One Punch Man. So how is that show? uh okay so season one is amazing season one is you know <laughs> it's um uh, you know this overpowered character um mm-hmm. you know he he's very unassuming um and you know he's he's, he's trying to get so they have in the show they have these hero ranks right you know it goes mm-hmm. from class i think it starts at class c i'm not sure if they have a class d but they have class c hero rank then they have a class s uh, hero rank of course s is like the best the most powerful superheroes his goal is to get to class s but uh people just don't seem to like notice him like he's the most powerful hero ever mm-hmm. but he's he has a hard time climbing the ranks because like he'll just he'll just beat he'll just beat opponents in one punch right. and um so uh it's i like it because it, it if if you like Dragon Ball Z, you'll like One Punch Man. It's a little bit different. It's not the same as Dragon Ball Z. Um, it's, you know, there's not many power-ups or anything, but just, you know, it's just good. It's fun to watch because the, the main character is so overpowered and you keep seeing people just get surprised by his strength. Um, so I enjoyed season one. Season two, I enjoyed season two as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but the only thing is a lot of people complained because it was a different, it was a, it was a different production company that did season two, and they had a smaller budget. Um, I don't know why they had a smaller budget, because um, I think it's it's still a pretty popular anime. But uh, the animation, according to you know uh, people that that read the manga, uh, the animation 
wasn't as representative mm-hmm. of the actual manga and um and because they had a lower budget the animation wasn't up to par at you know as far as what people were expecting um i didn't have any issues Sounds like a berserk issue uh i haven't watched berserk but it's, okay was, was, was that the same thing same issue they had yeah people were complaining about like you know the 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 new series kind of like um a continuation of the last uh the the last kind of like a reboot sequel of the last series and they're going like oh the cgi is so bad and stuff like that yeah i mean you know one, one punch man season two it i didn't have any issues with it i was happy to see uh you know some good fights i was happy to see you know sayatama that's the main character that's one punch man mm-hmm. i was happy to see him again and and genos who became who becomes like his disciple i was happy to see all of them um and it looked good to me so i didn't have any problem with it but now then again i didn't really read the manga so you know if you're really into manga you probably want to see it represented just as as it is in the manga but then right. again dragon ball z you know they have their lower budget episodes where the animation just looks crappy as heck and then they mm-hmm. have their ones where they spend more money and the animation looks amazing so i don't understand why why people are complaining about it and it just seems like everybody's complaining these days about everything Oh man, tell me about it. I was looking at a headline the other day and you know, I don't read the AV club as much as I used to. I used to love the AV club, but ever since they started doing Kinja deals, they kind of became more bitter. Um, but I saw a headline on the AV club saying, yeah, so it looks like Disney is starting to turn, um, turn their Star Wars projects into like more fodder for toys. I'm like, people just can't be happy anymore yeah like, like let, let the star wars fans enjoy that every character they love is getting a spinoff like right like why you, you gotta be negative you don't have to buy the toys you don't have to buy the merchandise just enjoy the dang show like my goodness and, and what do you expect what do you expect come on like they 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 need to get the money so that they can keep producing the shows so yeah. let them keep getting the money so that you can enjoy your shows dude it feels like i really think the pandemic brings brings this out of people dude like when you go on social media and you go and read, you read articles on the internet, people are coming off a little bit more bitter, like, uh, oh, rich people, woo, you know, Jeff Bezos going to the moon, who cares? And it's like, yeah, well, who, who does care? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. let, let, that man got the money for it, let him just go to the moon. Yeah. But it's like everybody is bitter everywhere. And it's like, dude, what happened to just a cup of coffee? Or a cup of some nice tea in the morning, have some meditation, enjoy your day, and just you know, just start the day. But it's like everywhere you go, you see negativity. Negativity left and right. Yeah, it's it's kind of annoying. And so, and you know, and and that's the kind of stuff that um, it's on. It, it it can be unfortunate because that's how shows get get canceled because they start seeing that people, uh, you know, I don't think Disney cares. Well, did no. Well, no. As long as as long as they keep their subscribers, and as long as those you know the viewership is up, people don't care. And that and that and that's the thing. Like, um, you kind of have to look into it because like people can say one thing, but then at the same time they'll still watch. So mm-hmm. it depends. So I'm I'm hoping that One Punch Man gets a season three. Um, it's not announced. It's not announced that they are going to have one, and it's not announced that they aren't going to have one. So things are still kind of up in the air. I don't know if they're assessing right now or what, but um, I'm hoping it gets to season three because I've, I've been enjoying the series. 
Let me tell you something, man. Um, I'm now at a point where I got a week and some change. My wife and I were already locked in, dog. March 2nd, going to see the Batman. Uh, okay. You know, I, I'm kind of iffy on the Batman. I know. You keep telling me that. Every time we mention it, you go, I don't know, man. I don't know. I hope it's all right. I hope it is. I, you know, Robert Patterson, like, I, I, I feel like he'll be a good Batman, but if they don't get that story right, man, if they just make it like any other humdrum Batman, hey. I mean, it's the first solo Batman in how many years? Um, you got Robert Patterson, a good actor in the lead. You got Paul Dano, a great actor as the Riddler. Zoe Kravitz, who's solid as Catwoman. Matt Reeves, who made Cloverfield and the Planet of the Apes films, directing it. Mm. I don't think you can fail. I, I really think it's hard for this film to fail. Man, if it fails, this is going to be a huge disappointment. And and if it fails and you don't like it, oh, man, you, you are in for a surprise, bro. I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm keeping my expectations to like where I go see the movie. If I tell myself this is going to be an amazing film and it turns out to be awesome, I'm going to feel even better. If I tell myself this is just going to be it's a Batman film and it turns out to be a pretty solid, good Batman film, I'm going to feel pretty good about that. I'm trying not to go in with so many expectations. That way you can't fail. You know what? I think here's what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm going to do. Because I haven't done this in a long time. I, I always look at films. I'm like, I don't know if it's going to be good or not. The last one I, that I thought was going to be really good was Nine Days. And it, 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 didn't, it didn't do it for me. I'm going to go into this one with high expectations. I'm going to go into it with like, yeah, this is going to be the best Batman ever. And I hope I'm right. Because like you said, if 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 you're right that it's a good film, it's it's gonna be the feeling is gonna be tenfold. But why would you set yourself up for like like so much like built up like this is gonna be a great movie? Why would you set yourself up like that? Because because I don't do it often. I always come in like uh, I don't know if it's gonna be good or not. You know I I don't know. So just to just to kind of do something that's not my norm. Okay. All right, all right. I guess I understand you. I understand you. Hey, man, you a I'm, fan? I'm, I'm, I'm going to be an optimist. <laughs> I got you. Hey, man, you a fan of The Godfather? Um, I wouldn't say I am. I wouldn't say I, I am not, only because I haven't seen them. Wow. I, st- I still haven't seen them. And they're, um, Hold up. They're okay, go list. ahead. They're, they're on my list to watch. I just haven't gotten around to them. Okay, do that immediately. But I was gonna, res- I was gonna tell you, man. AMC is bringing The Godfather back to theaters in Dolby for its 50th anniversary. When? Oh, I don't know the exact date, but um, I know I recently saw like an advanced screening of it. Um, that's funny, advanced screening for a 70s film. <laughs> um, uh, but anyway, I saw an advanced screening of it, and uh, they're bringing it to AMC, I believe, the 24th. Of this month so uh yeah this week okay yeah man i would i would tell you this is no better chance to see the godfather for the first time than seeing it in dolby uh, at amc yeah dolby is legit those seats rumble mm-hmm and um if you know the film dude it's just such a great epic story 
I can't talk to you without ruining it for you. But it's just <laughs> great performances, great story, great directing. When I saw it as a kid, I was like, man, this movie's a little boring, dude. And I kind of like forgot about it. But as when you you appreciate it more when you become an adult. Like when you were a kid, watching Goodfellas is probably like awesome to you. There's a lot of violence, a lot of, you know, Scorsese's classic, you know, whip cuts. Mm-hmm. Now, I know you've seen Goodfellas. Mm-mm. I ain't seen Goodfellas, man. All right. Now, I know earlier in this podcast, we did a blacklist for Chris. We we, <laughs> we, we got to do man food, uh, man movies for Chris because you haven't seen Goodfellas. I have seen not Godfather. seen Goodfellas. Nope. I know you've seen Scarface, man. Yeah, I've seen Scarface. Okay. Like, we got to do gangster films for you, dude, because those two are, like, like some of the best gangster films ever made. Yeah. I, yeah. I Those, I, I hear those, uh, especially those two films, get um, tossed around a lot. So, uh, they are my list. I, I kind of am embarrassed to say that I haven't seen them because, I, you know, I hear people talk about them, even, you know, to this day. You know, on Facebook or Twitter, whatever it is, I hear him talk about it. So I, I do need to watch those. I'm way, way late. Godfather ages like fine wine. I mean, Goodfellas is always great, but Godfather is an aged fine wine type of film, dude. It's just, it's just, it's excellent. Mm-hmm. Even with the violence, it's an excellent movie, dude. Like there is so, like, tell me this: which one is better, Good Time or Goodfellas? Which one is better? Oh, Goodfellas. Okay. Good for, listen, man, let me tell you something. The Safdie brothers, they would not be making movies if it wasn't for Scorsese. <laughs> no, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, these guys, the way they make their film set in New York, you know they're inspired by Martin Scorsese, dude. Mm-hmm. All you need to do is watch a film called Mean Streets, and you see where the inspiration for Good Time and Uncut Gems comes from. Mm, okay. Scorsese made Mean Streets. You know, watch a movie by Scorsese called After Hours. I'm telling you, dude, now the Safety brothers are great at what they do because they put their own original new spin on things. But they would tell you, like, listen, man, you, you need to take a Scorsese film class. <laughs> I'm telling you, this, this dude, there's a reason he's called one of the best. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah definitely. Um... Oh, I'm I'm in um before we close out here. I'm in season two of Attack on Titan. It's a really good show, man. Oh, yeah. So Attack on Titan, that's another one that's on Hulu that that I can watch. Um yeah. they have like 50 episodes. Like the first it, it said the first season was like 50 episodes, but I don't think that's true. I think it's like No, they're doing it subbed and dub. They're doing it subbed and dub. That's why. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I have to go back and watch the first season again because i saw the first season back in like 2015 or 16 or something like that mm-hmm. and then i didn't have access to the second one because it, it didn't come on netflix so um i have to go back and watch the first one again to stay in the loop of what happens in the later seasons okay yeah uh yeah take your time man but i'm telling you this is one of those shows where it's very popular but when the show is so popular and you you start to say this might be a little overhyped mm-hmm. like because i feel like some shows that are very popular are a little overhyped mm-hmm. i feel like you would only love the fear of the walking dead if you love the walking dead which some people don't like the walking dead i mean they- you know the, the the walking dead is you know it's been i stopped watching it it just got to be too much 
like too much too too many shows or too much violence it just went well just too too many seasons it was just it just kept going on and on and on and i was like come on man they just got to their final season believe it or not that's crazy it's been years and fear the walking dead is already on season seven i feel like that show started like like yesterday <laughs> yeah i saw it, I, it I makes money watching. man and it i got makes money I got I got too far behind in order to keep up with it. And I was just like, I, I can't do it. Fair enough. But you know, I feel like for such a popular anime as Attack on Titan is, it deserves it, man. It really is a great show. Like the character development, the twist in the story, it's it's written very well. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm looking forward to watching all that stuff, man. And like, like I've said in past episodes, there's too much stuff to watch. I got, over, I got over that, man. I feel like if you focus on what you're trying to finish and what you're trying to watch, it doesn't really matter. You'll get to the other stuff later. Yeah, yeah I guess you're right. You know, it always comes back around. Yeah. All right, y'all. Well, this has been another great episode of The Vault. Uh, y'all take care. Peace.